How's it going, guys? Welcome to the Serious Angler Podcast. For those that are new to the show, the Serious Angler Podcast was created to highlight the dedicated and passionate anglers in our fishing community uh, to try and provide a platform for them to tell their story of you know how they got into fishing and where it's brought them to today. I uh, hope you guys enjoy the show. Um, you can watch it on YouTube at the Ikebra Outdoors channel. Uh, if you're not already, you can watch over there, or you can access the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Anchor app, the Angler app, uh, and many more different podcast applications. Appreciate you guys listening, and enjoy the episode. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another podcast. Hope everyone is doing well. Everyone's been able to get out fishing. Um, now the weather's starting to get a little bit warmer, for at least for us northerners. We're able to get out in the water. Uh, ice fishing is is a past us, even for our, our gentleman coming on the podcast today, who uh, I will mention in a second. Um, been uh, putting in a lot of time on the water and uh, finally just got a new graph. I got an HDS9 that's coming in actually tomorrow. So by the time you guys hear this podcast, it might be two weeks from, from now. Um, but uh, yeah, I got a new HDS9. I'm going to put that on the kayak. It's going to be something that's going to help me step up my game. So it's going to be something... Um, you know, look out on my social medias for me talking about it. Probably gonna post a video of how I install it in my kayak. Um, I might do different videos on you know structure and reading that graph and different things once I get to fine tune it and uh, get out in the water and actually use it. So pretty cool. Little side note for you guys. I kind of want to add in a little bit of a snippet of my personal life real quick in the introductions before we get in the podcast. For anybody that keeps up with my personal Instagram, my social media over there, the I do get out. Uh, a good amount, and I do catch fish for the most part. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much about it. Now we're going to get into today's podcast. Today we're having on Adam Bartuzic again uh, for the third time. Uh, we got something pretty cool that we're going to drop for uh, that he's going to announce, but uh, pretty much going to check in with him, see how he's doing. Uh, and then, like I said, he's got an announcement to make, and we're going to talk a little bit about how, you know, this, what, you know, modern day is going to be like, and, you know, what the new. The new norm might be for anglers when we when we get out of this craziness. So, hope you guys enjoy. Let's get to it. All right, we are recording. Adam Bartusik, we're back for the third time. What's going on, my man? Yeah, lucky number three. We're back. Third time's a charm. All right, we got some uh, some big news that we're gonna drop today. But uh, before we get started, you know, let everybody know if you how you're how you're doing and uh, a little bit about yourself if they haven't known, uh, haven't watched the recent podcast with you already. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm Adam Bartusik. I'm from uh, New Prague, Minnesota. Live in Lakeville, Minnesota now. Uh, do a lot of different bass fishing stuff. Fish a lot of tournaments and uh, basically just a tourney junkie. A lot of people uh, you can find me in a lot of Sam Sobiex videos. Did Team Yukon Outdoors stuff back in the day. Um, yeah, just kind of been around the fishing industry for a while. Yeah, and it looks like you're trying to continue that as well because, you know, this whole corona thing is affecting a lot of people and uh, myself and yourself included, we've both been, you know, we've both been laid off. I mean, we get right to the point. Uh, we've both been laid off due to this whole virus thing, but I think you've taken this as a, a point to, you know, make some good out of it, make some transition. So, you know, I mean, we'll get right, right to the point here. Um, you know, do you want to tell everybody, you know, what's been going on with you and what the plan is? Yeah. Um, so kind of with me, um, 
like you mentioned, I uh, well, I didn't really get laid off. I just straight up lost my job. Um, <laughs> there, there is no position to go back to for me. Uh, that is gone. So, um, and then that that's all COVID nineteen related too. That's not anything else. Um, that's kind of what I was told and what's been going on there. Why is someone calling me? <laughs> all right, um, man. Yeah, so that's everything that's been going on there. Actually, it might be about health insurance, so that might be important to go to here soon. But um, that, you, need uh, pause, man. you can pause it, and we can just continue if you need to make that call. No, I'll see what the voicemail is here in a second. Anyways, I, can really just, I can really just snip it if you need to make that call, so it's really no big deal. No, I'll just kind of go through this quick, and then I'll check that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so lost my job, and then... Um, yeah, basically, immediately, I kind of have to figure out what I'm going to do when this is all done. And in the grand scheme of things, I kind of took it as the kick to finally just go try to figure out a way to make it in the uh, fishing industry. So uh, I'm going to be starting Bartusik Media Management. Um, just going to be really working on uh, kind of doing a combination of stuff that a lot of different people do. I like having my hands in a lot of different things, so kind of going one way isn't really uh, the best for me, I think. Uh, so I'm really planning on, I want to do videography, photography, um, also still going to still fish a ton of tournaments. I mean, the grand uh, goal of everything is for me to make the elites, so um, still going to be working at that, and then um, do a little bit of event planning. That's more in relation to... Uh, you know, helping clients schedule photo shoots, um, video shoots, that sort of stuff, uh, planning fishing tournaments, stuff like that, uh, and just really helping out with a bunch of different stuff. I know Shay Baker, who's been on here before, writes articles. I'm looking at maybe getting into writing some articles and helping with social media management as well. So obviously a lot of different things, and I think I'm going to try a lot of it out. Uh, really to start just to see what I'm good at and what I really like. Uh, mm -hmm. But mainly uh, right now, what I'm really focusing on is getting really, really good at editing again and uh, working on kind of photography and all that stuff. Sweet. So when you say how, you know, I guess more specifically these, uh, you know, event planning, uh, things like that, are you, are you primarily focusing your media um your media management company towards just fishing or are you going to do, are you keeping it, you know, your horizons open and pretty much doing any requests or are you just trying to stay outdoors? Um, I'll do any, but anything that pays me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but ultimately I'm going to look towards the outdoors, but there's obviously, I think more of uh, people who might reach out to me that aren't in the outdoors are probably going to be friends or family. So uh, I don't really have, tr you know, troubles with helping out with that. Uh, I've talked to a few people about maybe maybe getting into a bit of wedding stuff uh, for videography and photography because it's always needed. Um, and yeah. if you're good at it, you're good at it. So maybe looking into that too uh, kind of scares me getting into wedding photography, to be honest, because like you got a lot of responsibility and like it's oh, a yeah. big, big, big day. Um, so I was kind of talking with Jay Siemens about that and just being like, yeah, and Jay's really good at it when he used to do it. And he was like, yeah, man, it's a blast, but, like, it's just super stressful. <laughs> yeah. 
there's a lot of pressure that that is on you, you know, to get that perfect day for a couple. You know, it's, yeah. Well, and if you lose all the footage, like you can't redo it. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. You can't just say, "Hey, can we have the wedding again?" You know, can, can we yeah. do it? Get everybody together and redo your wedding. But no, yep. it's it's tough like that. It's not like uh, like you said, event planning. It's not like you can, you know, take a guy out in the water and film some certain shots. You can't just you know go back out and do that again. That's mm-hmm. what you know, but. So that essentially is what you're looking to get into, the photography, videography, and like you said, event planning. So like taking an angler saying, hey, we're going to go out on so-and-so lake so we can fish this style and capture this shot. It's essentially what you're trying to get at. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of my big goals is uh, I want to basically turn into like Kyle, uh, who films for Brandon uh, Polinek. Um Kobe Pellerito does it too, I think, for Zaldane and a couple other people. I don't know who Kobe L does it for. But uh, there's, you know, certain videographers that follow elite anglers or FLW anglers and stuff. And that's uh, that's what I want to do. I want to, you know, follow those guys to their tournaments, um, record them and do it and, you know, make that life kind of mine and do that for a bit really is what I really want to do. I kind of want that to be, you know, 25 to 50 percent of my business, uh, really focus on doing it. And uh, after speaking with Jay and Sobe and a few other guys, like there's just a huge demand for guys who will do it because uh, there's a lot of part time videographers out there uh, with people who have other jobs that will go do, you know, corporate shoots and stuff around. But they don't have the flexibility to just drop everything and go travel with a guy for a month. And with the Elite Series kind of shaping up the way it's probably going to this year, um, you're going to have like four back-to-back-to-back-to-back events, uh, potentially, and maybe even more. And to just drop everything and go do it, like, I'm more than willing to do that. So that's what I'm really looking at. You know, that might affect my tournament life this summer, which would suck. But in the grand scheme of things, if I got to go do that to uh, get the job done. Well, I got to figure out, you know, how to get the bills paid first. Yeah, 100%. But I I think this is a way for you to, you know, use your creativity and actually enjoy what you're doing. You know, it's also a way for you to gain more knowledge of the industry, more knowledge of fishing. And ultimately, like you said, you know, your end goal is the Elite Series. I think this is a way for you to efficiently, you know, obviously live life, you know, make some money, but also can help you achieve that end goal you know, getting you to that stage that you want to be at. Um, especially, you know, if you say you're trying to go out and follow these FLW elite series, who, whomever, you know, you're, you're going to be learning a lot along the way while making great connections and, you know, obviously getting some cool experiences, you know, filming these guys. So I think it's a, it's a good step in the right direction that you're taking. And uh, I, I know this is very, this is new because obviously, you know, we spoke, a, what, a week ago? two weeks ago that that you know the whole job thing came to a close and now this is you're already you've already got your intro video out you got your mission statement essentially you know mm-hmm. what's I, like I said i know it's fresh but you know what are the the goals here is this something that you want to do for a long period of time or just something to to do until you get to the you know that that stage in the elite series that you want to be at uh yeah it's a good question um I think for me right now, this is just what the next step is. Um, what the step after that will be, I don't know. 
but like the grand the grand scheme of everything is i want to be in the elites like i want to fish for a living i don't really care what it is or how i get there how i do it um but the other thing i've found out kind of being with sobe um, and so many other guys who create youtube content over the years is i really like uh telling stories and mm -hmm. I, I really like putting series together so like a lot of these YouTube guys don't need an everyday videographer because they can handle it themselves. Like Sobe, you know, he can handle it himself. But say Sobe goes to New Zealand for, you know, seven to ten days. And he's mm -hmm. like, I want a videographer with to help document. And so I have someone else there. Like, let's make it really cool. Like, I'm that guy. Like, that's what I want to go do and, like, help tell those stories because – what I don't want to do is go film the pond videos and you, you know, the YouTube stuff like that. It, a lot of people really like it and that's great, but like that stuff really easy to produce. And it's just like, that doesn't wake me up, uh, get me up in the morning and really get me going. What gets me going is when we're like, all right, all the camera gears packed, we're going to be gone for seven days. Let's go, you know, make this sweet. And you just go out for like seven days and you go balls to the wall. And then you get home and you sit down at your computer for like two weeks and all it is is editing. And like that's super fun to me and I love doing that and I love that journey. So for me, that's kind of, I guess, what the goal is in the meantime. Um, like I have basically weekly, monthly goals right now because it's just such uh, slow steps. But I yeah. think the biggest, the next step for me literally is uh, I just need to find, you know, someone to go do it with. Like if, if I found an elite series angler that I really wanted to film for this year and they reached out to me and were like, Hey, you want to go do this? And like, yeah, got it committed. And in June or whatever, I was going down to go do it with them. Um, that, that would be like my goal for the next like three or four months that happened, goal accomplished. Then we figure out more. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think your definitely take, I think your interests are in that cinematic approach uh, like, whereas you said, you know, the pond fishing, you know, you, you can easily just strap a chesty on and talk to your, your GoPro the whole day and, and fish and make those videos. But what you're really going for, what your interests are is like you said, that series, you know, where you're going to be making part two, three, four, however many different parts in that series, but you're doing it in a, a sit, like you're putting together a, like a movie essentially, you know, it's yeah. not just a YouTube video. It's something that is professionally done is what you are looking to gear yourself towards and yeah i always like when i put something out i want people to see it and be like holy shit like that was yeah. cool like i yeah. i want people like that what sam and i've talked about a lot is uh when i put stuff out i want people to feel something like because when i watch videos and i'm like oh cool whatever i learned something like that's neat or whatever but like um i think of like colton kramer produced a video for spencer samplowski that was on the Sims fishing Instagram within the last month um, about Spencer. It was like a five minute video. And like, I texted that to a couple buddies and I was like, this is one of the best videos I've ever seen. And, you know, it's just like, it makes me feel something. And uh, that's what I try to do with all my stuff. And like, I'm a perfectionist big time and probably to a fault that's why I'm a very good event planner and like organizer of stuff like that. And when I sit down to edit, like I don't put stuff out just to put it out. I put it out because I believe it's, you know, worthy of going out. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think, yeah, there's, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Essentially what 
I guess you're trying to gear yourself towards. Obviously, you're going to have different avenues that you're going to take it on. But I, I don't know if you follow Tanner or Travis Lyons. No. So they do they do work for like Luke Duncan, John Hunter. They make kind of that that I guess you call your your up your higher scale videos, mm-hmm. your, your more cinematic stuff. I, I don't know if you know who John Hunter is. Uh, he, he's like an FLW uh, Toyota Series angler, and I believe he fishes the Opens as well. Um, but essentially, he's trying to get to the Elite Series. But he has a YouTube channel that these guys come in. They're they're brothers. They're twin brothers down in Texas. And they film some videos. I'll, I'll just share their stuff to you. Um, but I think that's kind of in line of what you're looking to do. And I, I've I've spoken with a few different elite guys. And I think I have one that, you know, offline we'll talk and I'll throw some names at you just to see if there's even potential for you. Um, but that's kind of essentially what you're, you're looking to go at. But um, is it, you know, you're looking to go for to work for just anglers or are you kind of trying to keep yourself open to even like for companies to hire you to kind of make you know, different, you know, marketing videos or something like that. Yeah, I'll do, uh, like I said before, I'll do mm-hmm. anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get paid. Um, yeah. And yeah, I've worked with companies a lot before. I've had a few reach out to me already. Um, and I'll probably be doing some work for a handful. But like I, I really want to work with people. And, um, you know, working with companies, you can work with people and like do certain things that are really cool. Um, and I will do a bunch of, you know, corporate, whatever videos, I I know what you have to do and what you do to kind of get the job done. What pushes me to get into this and really go along with this is like the storytelling and working with people. And that's what, uh, I think the fishing industry in general is turning into it. Um, you know, you have tournaments and everything, which are one way, and then you have education, but like, there's a lot more storytelling going on and the fishing and outdoor industry in general, just think about how many times you sit around a fire, sit at a bar and all you do is tell stories for like four or five hours. Like it's, it's the number one storytelling sport or whatever out there because it's normally you and a buddy. Like there's not a whole team of 50 people that are watching or doing it. Like it's just you guys. So it's stories and capturing those stories. And that's what I really like. Yeah, and naturally, if you're if you're a fisherman, you're a storyteller. <laughs> kind of just goes hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, with that being said, I mean, I know it's it's fresh. I know it's early, um, but I have two questions for you. And the first question is, you know, obviously, you want to get to the elite series. You want to fish a, a lot of tournaments. You know, how are you planning on balancing, you know, these projects with, you know, obviously, you want to do well in these tournaments to get to that stage. So you're gonna have to have time set aside to prepare. You know, is it just going to be crazy time management or do you have kind of a plan in place? Well, I mean, like this is my full time job now. So basically, I just look at it like I'm going to work the same days I would have been working my other job, you know, and like it's not a nine to five or an eight to four anymore. It's like if I have to sit down and edit for, you know, 20 hours in a row, I'll edit for 20 hours in a row. Um, Just grinding. yeah, do whatever I do to get it done. But like, I quite I what I'm kind of lucky about honestly is I'd already sent in most of my tournament registrations for the year. Um, so like, Tourney Tuesday with Sobe was already taken care of. Uh, Team Trail, the Blackfish tournament, and stuff like that. So in Minnesota, it sounds like we're still going to be able to have tournaments. We'll find out more by about May fourth, which we're really hoping we will. But uh, 
those weekends I already got handled and paid for. And basically what it comes down to at that point is like, am I going to be overlapping with elite events if I have to go do it for work? Uh, that's kind of what's going to be harder to figure out. And uh, who knows, maybe other opportunities come up where I'm filming something else over the summer and I don't have to worry about going to do that uh, elite or FLW contract until September or whenever, maybe a certain amount of events. But um, yeah, I, I obviously I want to fish tournaments and I'm going to make sure I get to fish the ones I want to fish, but I, I might have to sacrifice fishing a couple just to do this. But, yeah. but that's fine. I, I know yeah. what I have to do. And um, if I'm doing this as my full-time job, kind of in the future, I'm going to be able to go fish like tournaments in Alabama and stuff uh, rather than just having like my three or four month season in Minnesota. I can, uh, I can go dabble in other States and do other things to get the job done. Yeah. Yeah. And while one thing that's could be interesting for you is while you might have to sacrifice some tournaments at least in the state of Minnesota or near like your nearby states, you know, essentially if, if you get to working with say a pro, you, an elite series pro, you're traveling around with him. I mean, I don't know if you're planning on, you know, taking your boat with you or not, but if you do, you know, you can hop in on tournaments in different states, different areas, which could be kind of cool because it could help you prepare for fishing in different areas around the country for when you do get to that stage of the elites. If you, if you, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of the way I've looked at it. Um, I don't know if I'll drag around my boat the first year, just kind of more of uh, go follow along and do and just kind of learn too, because this is going to be a learning experience for me as well. But I know like Aaron, my buddy Aaron and I are still planning on fishing the ABT 100 series next year in uh, 2021. Um, registrations in like a month and a half, I think. So what's cool about that is like now when I go down there in January to, uh, when I go down there in January to fish that first ABT 100, like right after new year, like I legitimately just might hop in my boat and truck and drive to Florida for the next month. Like might not come back to Minnesota, which whatever, <laughs> like be awesome so that's yeah. that's the kind of stuff you know that's exciting for me is i i'm gonna be able to go do that stuff and uh really push it and pursue it and in the grand scheme of things all my life now is gonna be really is uh if i'm not fishing i'm filming and if i'm not filming i'm probably fishing a tournament and then uh maybe some vacations with friends and stuff but i'll get to capture it with a camera and I've just kind of learned uh, how much I've missed it, too, since I left TYO. So uh, really pushing to go do it myself is kind of getting the gears rolling. And I guess the scariest thing is just figuring out, like, yeah, it sounds great and it's really exciting. And uh, right now I'm just getting paychecks on unemployment, so that's really nice. But, you know, when the end of May hits or, like, I, I have a job booked for the end of May. So, like, that's my time frame right now. It's like... I have to find enough jobs to sustain me then and then keep finding jobs. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that's Make the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like stuff has to keep coming in. I can't just be like, Oh, I'm good. You know, I have to keep pushing for work. So yeah, it's just a whole new thing that, uh, I don't know. I'm excited for. Yeah. I remember our first time when you're on the podcast and it was, we were pretty much learning about your story, getting into it. And you had, you had first talked about how, 
you're used to getting editing with you was you and Sam learning how to edit, get crazy at editing, and how you had attempt you had initially planned on starting essentially a YouTube channel once you, you know, embarked on the opens and that journey towards the elite series and then you were like, Yeah, I'll do it eventually, but it looks like uh that time is, you know, spawned on you a lot a lot yeah. earlier than you would expect. I think we hit it. At- I think we hit eventually. <laughs> uh, yeah, that happened quickly. But uh, yeah, I'm not really focusing on my own YouTube content right now. I'll probably make some um, once I get more comfortable with self-filming and stuff. Like filming that video of my story was way more difficult than people probably thought it was. Like telling a story about yourself is very hard because you have to be very selfish and humble about it and like it's just very weird yeah and like i'm working on a story about chad smith right now and uh like that's super easy and it's fun because like i know chad i know what i want to do like i texted him today and i was like hey we got to get back out for a few more shots i want a couple pieces of audio to use and a couple different things so like I already know what Chad's video is going to look like. I had no idea what my video was going to look like. Like, and that's what's weird. Um, so making my own YouTube content, I probably will. And honestly, I'm probably going to gear that around, uh, my tournaments. I'll probably get a couple GoPros, just toss them on the boat. Cause it's really easy. It's not mm-hmm. hard to do and, uh, focus it around practice and then tournament day and just kind of, put out some YouTube videos there because then when I go down to Alabama and Florida and stuff, um, I'll probably focus on putting out maybe a video a week, probably not more than that. Um, that's not going to be my sole income and like, it's so saturated. So it's really hard to get into that. Uh, I just more of want to help other people create that content, but I know I also have to have a YouTube presence. So if people like creep on me for work, like they gotta, they gotta see stuff. So like I have to make like a business instagram and facebook here but if people want to know me go check out my personal insta like that's who you're gonna hire and who you're yeah. gonna get you know yeah so that that being said though i mean you said you had a project coming up are you allowed to announce you know your first project or what's coming up for in store for you oh at the end of may mm-hmm. yeah i'm just it's like a three to five minute promo video for a twin city uh tournament circuit they want me to do oh, something cool. So I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Um, But yeah, other than that, like, I have calls with people. and You know, a lot of people reach out to touch base and stuff. So just kind of seeing, just need to get more of a portfolio out there for people to kind of bite. That's why I'm working on something with Chad Smith right now. Like, that's going to be really cool. Sweet, I can't wait. That'll be uh, really good. So I'm, I'm working on that. I'm hoping... I want to have it done by next week. Um, I'm waiting on a bit more video content, basically. But once I have it done, I'm going to be either Chad's going to be posting or I'm sending it to Bassmaster. I don't know which one's going to post. I'm talking to Ronnie more and Ronnie might want oh, That's a good guy to get in touch with, for sure. Yeah, Ronnie and I play Call of Duty every night. Yeah, yeah, we play so much Call of Duty together. (laughs) I I see his story updates of uh, his how he places in Call of Duty and everything. And yeah, we play all the time. Yeah, we've probably played four to five nights a week for the past month. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) And I'm slowly getting sick of COD. So and the weather's getting nice here. So I'm probably going to start getting off of that grind. Yeah, 
Yeah, speaking of nice weather, that usually means you can get out and fish. But unfortunately for you guys, that's not the case. Yeah, so uh, we're not allowed. Well, we're allowed to fish. We're not allowed to fish for bass. <laughs> yeah. um, so bass season's closed in Minnesota. All sports fish are. So uh, you can't fish for largemouth, smallmouth, northern pike, walleye, muskie. Um, muskie's probably a good one to have off, to be honest. But, like, yeah, the bass one's stupid because every state around us is open right now. So you'll see a lot of posts from guys from around here. They're just driving to Wisconsin or Iowa, South Dakota, whatever. And, you know, normally that's fine. But, like, I don't think there's any other time than, like, now has shown us why having a closed bass season is really stupid because uh minnesota is preaching like go outside have fun you can go golfing use all our state parks and like people are really using it minnesota's got one of the lowest infection rates in the country like we're killing it to be honest we're doing really good and uh stuff's starting to open back up slowly and it's been fine everyone's doing what they're doing but the thing that sucks is other states around us are not and we have to go there to bass fish or do whatever. So you're having to drive two or three hours to go fish a lake just because I just want to get my bass boat wet. Uh, and I don't want to fish for crappies. So, you know, I've made the sacrifice the last few weeks of just chilling at home. Uh, not going anywhere and kind of seeing how everything goes. But, yeah, I just really wish it was open. I know, like, me and a handful of other people reached out to the DNR and were like, hey, can you, like, just open for catch and release so we don't have to drive to Wisconsin? And uh, people were like, oh, you're supposed to stay in your community. And I was like, dude, I'd drive 10 minutes from my house if I could fish for bass there. Like, I just can't. So every every single state around us, you can fish for bass. Um, it just sucks. So, like, I know, Michi- I know Michigan's pretty pissed right now because they can't take out boats and everything. Yeah. But uh, at, at, least you can, at least you can shore fish for a bass. Like, we, we can't even do it here. Yeah. So, uh, they at least can take the kayaks out and everything. Yeah, and you can take kayaks out yeah. and go for bass. Like, dude, I can't even cast for a bass. So, yeah. uh, I, I have to drive. I actually was texting my buddy, and um, I think I'm going to go to his place up in far away wisconsin and i'm basically just going to camp in his yard for a few days and uh, go fish here just so that i can get away from the cities and that's the other thing i'm just going stir crazy so i need to go to cabin country or something and just listen to some podcasts and music and chill out and kind of hit the reset button uh from just being stressed forever take a breath yeah 100 percent. especially being cooped up i don't blame you but uh Correct me if I'm wrong, but there's a, I believe I signed a petition for this to, to be changed, right? For Minnesota to allow catch and release. Yeah, there is a petition somewhere. I, it might be on Josh Douglas's Instagram. It might be on Chad Smith's. That's where um, I saw it was Josh's. I, I don't know whose it is. Someone was posting it and started going around. Um, if anybody else wants to sign it and do it, go for it. I signed it. Um, I don't I really know if it's going to do anything, but... It won't do anything for this year, for, but maybe for future seasons because the regulations Minnesota has on bass is just stupid. Like smallmouth end in the middle of September and with uh, tournament season kind of going the way it's going to this year and stuff maybe getting pushed back. Um, like I, I don't understand why we can't fish smallmouth tournaments in the fall. Like if we could hold smallmouth tournaments in uh, September and October and even the beginning of November, which like you're not harming any fish at that point in time because the water's so cold, 
uh, like you would see crazy weights. You'd see dirty thirties around here pretty often on a couple lakes. So it stinks. Um, I hope it changes. I hope people reach out and go do something about it. I'm hoping for next year, maybe something will happen. I know Wisconsin just finally did their catch and release season this year. And it's been awesome. Like they got people out enjoying the outdoors and, uh, I think fishing license sales are up like people just enjoying it. So I hope Minnesota sees that and they kind of follow suit. There's just not really a reason for bass not to be open because yeah. they say it's for the spawn. And like we open the beginning of May, all our fish spawn May 15th through June, June 15th. Like they already get hit. <laughs> and so they're not doing anything. They're just yeah. allowing us to not pre-spawn fish, which sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I'll do is I'll, I'll dig up that petition and I'll link it down below for anybody who's going to can help out. But I'm hoping that that petition stuff actually works because they try to do that here in New York. They tried to close off every launch to all boats and kayaks, whether a state, you know, our, our fish and wildlife launches, whatever it was, unless it was private, it was getting closed to everybody. Um, and essentially when that news kind of floated around, people started to petition for them not to do it. It got a crazy amount of signs. And basically they came out and said, you know, we're, we're not, we're going to keep everything open. You know, we're not going to close them after they went and said they're going to close them for a couple of days. But essentially, they didn't do that, um, thankfully. But I, so I hope that can kind of help push Minnesota towards opening that, at least for next year, um, and and further, you know, years moving forward. Just because you know, when you realize the the magnitude of people who are against your ruling, you know, it's it question you make your you make yourself question of is that the ruling we have in place need to be changed? Oh so well, yeah. Hopefully yeah. that helps. So people are for listening still. I guess a small business owner now, like next year in the spring, when I got to produce content, like I'm not going to be here. (laughs) Why would I be here for March and April? Like there's literally no reason for me to be here. I'm going to go to Wisconsin. I'm going to go to Iowa. I'm going to go to South Dakota, go to Missouri, go wherever. Cause I can go produce content. Our (laughs) ice got out here three or four weeks ago. I could have been putting out largemouth and smallmouth content for the past month, and uh, I just can't. So it sucks. sucks. Well, the Mississippi River's open, but like it's been flooded. Now it's now it's okay, but like I also don't like fishing the river that much. So, well, well, dude, just gotta say I'm really happy for you. I know it's it's tough position to be in, but at the same time, I'm happy for you. I'm excited for you to see what's to come and. Excited to watch these tourney videos you're going to pump out, the different projects you're going to make. Uh, I'm rooting for you, so you know you got my support. But, uh, you know, it's not it's not a long podcast today for everybody watching, listening, but uh, uh, this was important to not only you, but myself as well to help support you because we all got to support each other, especially in these, these times. But, you know, media is always going to be a demand, and uh, especially for those who have the talent for it, which you do. So pretty excited to see what you do with it. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. If anyone knows of anyone, just tell them to slide in my DMs. I'm uh, I'm open. I'm open for anything. It's available, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, man. You have any uh, last remarks before we we hop off here? No, I got nothing. All right, man. Will you take it easy? Stay safe. Stay healthy, and uh, we'll talk soon. Yeah, for sure. Sounds good. Thanks, dude. All right, man. Take care. Peace. All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed that podcast with Adam. Uh, it's always a blast and a pleasure to have him on to talk to him about different things. 
And I had to support him, get him on here again so he can drop some news for you guys on his media project he's creating, his little his media management company, as he calls it. Um, this is a demand that is rising in the fishing industry, and not even the fishing industry, really, in, in any industry that can you know, suffice a um, an individual or a company or a group that needs videographers, photographers, people who can put these different cinematic uh, lights on certain things, certain avenues. Um, and he's a good guy for it. Uh, he's very talented. Um, I'm really excited to see what is to come of it. I think he's going to go places with it, and I hope he gets to the goal where he wants to be, and that is making the Elite Series. Um, cannot wait to see him reach that level. I know with his determination, his mindset, he's going to get there. Um, have full confidence in him. So hope you guys enjoyed it. Go down in the description and follow him on all, all of his social medias and check out his media page. You guys do not want to miss out on this. This guy is, is the man. He's very talented. Uh, like I said, he's going to go places. So I'm pretty excited to see what's going to happen there. Um, so thank you guys again for listening and for watching. Like I said, go down to Adam's pages linked below follow him give him some, some support and uh yeah just thank you guys again for listening and for watching subscribe to the iPod outdoors youtube channel you can find the podcast on that youtube channel or you can listen to us on any podcast app like anchor apple podcast spotify the angler app pretty much everything out there so thank you guys again appreciate you all hope you guys are staying safe staying healthy we'll see you guys next time Hey guys, I just want to say thank you for listening to my podcast in its entirety. With that being said, if you'd like to support the Serious Angler Podcast, please head to my page and click support. Any amount really helps me be able to create content for you guys and also helps me you know, pay the bills, which gives me more time to make podcasts for you guys. Thank you guys again for listening to the Serious Angler Podcast and we'll see you guys next time.